Hello and welcome to our podcast where we reassure the world that football is fixable. All right? All right. Yep. Yeah. This is our bonus episode. Uh, we're having a bit of fun this time around. We will still fix things uh, because the world needs us to <laughs> at all times. Absolutely. Yeah, but we're going to have a bit of fun. What we're going to do is we're going to look at the 2023 awards that the Rest is Football podcast gave. Yes. And we will analyse their answers and we will potentially fix yeah. their answers. Well, we've, we've, we know already that... Well, we're right, and they're they're not completely yeah. right. We, we there might be some we agree with. Yeah, we would yeah. always state that people's opinions are fine, but we are right. So oh, if well, our yeah. opinions differ, then you know which one is right. That's, yeah, exactly. that's just so if people have any questions. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, exactly. any, yeah, uncertainty. Yeah. So uh, I'm Sess, and uh, next to me is James, the one and only. Hello, 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 hello. Right, let's get straight into this. The first award. Is given to the best keeper. Now this is mm, yeah. This is for the year, so it's not. It it should be per season, but for some reason people do for the year. So. Yeah, the, I know it's a weird one, though, isn't it? Yeah, so calendar year. Yeah, um, so it's the half of last season and the half of this season. I suppose it's good in a way that it's so over the summer t- t- when people come back. Do they have the same commitment? Because teams can change as well. You're demonstrating in a slightly different environment potentially. Yeah, you know, so it considers all that. So, yeah. well, as we're now in the start of January, I suppose it's a good thing to to play this little game. Yeah, exactly. Um, and we'll probably uh, end up doing this uh, next year and so on for many years to come because people want this podcast. Oh, absolutely. To fix yeah, be on TV next year probably. Yeah, we'll have to move on from football to something else, I suppose, because uh, we would have fixed football by this time next year, I'd imagine. Oh yeah. Uh, oh. We- we're going to have to think about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we actually want to fix things slowly because otherwise we're out of the job. Yeah, well, we'll have to find a subject which begins with F, otherwise our acronym doesn't quite work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, right. we'll, we'll have to sort that out. Moving <laughs> on. Nobody yeah. else worry for now. <laughs> yeah, we'll fix that, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the first one is Best Keeper. Uh, now, they chose yeah. Alison. Hmm. One and only Alison. What do you think about that choice? It's hard to, to disagree, because we were chatting, was it off air recently? I, I, obviously, we talk a lot, but we were talking about Alison, weren't we? And we talk, I think it was with Seaman, wasn't it? it might, I think it was when we were chatting. We basically have these conversations all the time. Yeah. Um, you keep doing this where you go, what was that thing you said before? Tell me. <laughs> I have no you, idea what you said. You said it you know, quite a while ago. It's that specific thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, we were chatting about Alisson and um, comparing him with other keepers and things like that. In the modern day, since Neuer, um, Alisson is kind of like the modern... I know we talk about Edison as well. I think Alisson is probably a better keeper in terms of shot stopper. Maybe that's controversial, but I think he's a better shot stopper and one-on-one you know, against a striker than Edison is. Mm-hmm. Edison might be slightly better with his feet. He's, he, he could be an outfield player, really. He's yeah. that good. Um, but in terms of what a keeper does, I still think you know you have to be a good shot stopper as well. Which Edison's yeah. not bad or anything. I just think Allison's probably the best in the Premier League. Yeah, right now. So if that's if we're looking at the Premier so. League specifically, I'd say he's the best, and he could arguably be in the world. So I probably agree mm. with the rest of football on that one. Yeah, yeah, same. I think uh, it's you definitely uh, wouldn't say that uh, Allison is definitely wrong. There's no, you, yeah, you've got you haven't got strong evidence. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, there are other. Uh, other players, I think, on the list that we would choose that aren't necessarily the best because they're 
the best out of everyone, but mm. the best for um, the uh, let's say the the condition they're in. The you know because of the the teams, the level of uh, football yeah, that yeah, yeah. they that should sense. be achieving. Yeah. Um, so the next one, they chose the best fullback, and they chose Kyle Walker. Yeah, they broke this up, didn't they? Because originally it was going to be best defender, but yeah. then in there they changed the rules. It's, they made their own rules up. Yeah. I mean, obviously we love these guys and everything and what they do, but they did bend the rules a little bit with this one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, as fullback, I, mean, I suppose in terms of the options, I think their shortlist was, I think Trent was in there, and rightly yeah. so. But I don't really, this has come up quite a bit recently with pundits and things like that, but is he really a, a, a fullback in how you think of a fullback? He's more Trent. of a... Trent, I mean, yeah, he's more of a midfielder. So yeah, and really. Also, if you if you want to say um, judge someone on them being a fullback, then actually Trent shouldn't really be on the list because it's not being a fullback uh, which yeah. makes him great. Technically, I suppose his weakness is actually being a defender. His strength is going forward. Every time yeah, yeah, anyone yeah. talks about him, they would say he's amazing. Look at the number of assists he makes. Yeah, because exactly. They yeah. don't think about him as a defender. They don't imagine saying that about Gary Neville. Say, oh, Gary Neville, he was a <laughs> yeah. brilliant defender. He used to assist so many and he used to score. No, that you would talk about his defending first. Yeah, so exactly. I suppose if we want to, I mean, we're going to be fixing things throughout. So mm. to fix this list, I would say if we're talking about a fullback, uh, we're going to be thinking about someone who's more than half of their attributes will be yeah. defensive. Kind of the first thing you think of is, can they defend, I suppose? Yeah. Um, I'm not saying Trent can't defend. No. But in terms... I know that it's raising the question. Um, sometimes he's, you know, it's defensive, sort of... Uh, something defensive. He'll he'll do something over a weekend which, oh, he should have done better there or something yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. No matter... He does amazing things on the pitch and he's sometimes he's man of the match anyway. He's, he's mm. that good. But yeah, defensively, you mentioned Kyle Walker. I think it's hard to... We're agreeing a lot at the moment. We're not fixing anything. So we're agreeing <laughs> with Allison and probably Carl Walker, I'd say, is my I, choice. I would personally... I mean, there, there's people like uh, Kieran Trippier. I think he's... He did have a great... Forgotten. Yeah, last season especially. He was yeah, I mean, this brilliant. season they've struggled, but it, it's not necessarily because of him as such. It's the, the whole team has struggled because half their team has been out injured at some point. It's True, yeah. There's yeah, a yeah. Lot, been a lot the reasons for Newcastle doing... Not as well as before. Yeah, fair point. Um, I owe him a lot, actually. He's got me a lot of points in last season's fantasy football. Uh, I think you got everyone. That's, he's pretty much in true. everyone's Oh, team, yeah, he was yeah. in the end, yeah. Uh, yeah. But the, he's... What, the, you know, the one that I won last year, you know. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We agreed, didn't we, that uh, you don't necessarily have to be have the best knowledge in football in order to win fantasy football. Yeah, we did, but um, yeah. obviously last year it was obviously that knowledge was that, that pipped us. Yeah, it pipped right. me yeah, past the finish line, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Um, this yeah. year, who's um, who's in front? Uh, actually, you're catching up. I think we're on the we're same. We're the same points. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. Ignore that. At the, um, <laughs> and we're like a hundred points behind first place. So yeah, don't tell. Uh, let's not mention. Uh, John. No, no. Don't no. talk about John. Sorry, we'll edit that. Don't you worry. We'll edit that. Yeah. Um, actually, but... would the just a question to go out there, maybe for the comments, just to pause us on this one. Mm-hmm. Is there any interest, maybe, of setting up a fantasy league for people to join into? I don't know. Just putting mm. that out there. That's not you a bad know? idea. Actually, uh, yeah. you know, a thief. Ah, uh, <laughs> fantasy football team. Uh, yeah. f- fantasy football league, yeah. I like it, yeah. Well, as long as... Is there a way that um, I can just take myself out of the league if I'm doing really bad? 
Um, well, you wouldn't need to because, I mean, we're right anyway. So uh, That's a good point, yeah. We're, we're going to be right one way or another, even yeah. if you finish last. <laughs> anyway, moving <laughs> yeah, yeah. on. Uh, next question, boss. <laughs> well, so this Walker thing, do you think, uh, would you say Walker for this one then, for a fullback? Yeah, I, Trippier is almost like a hybrid of, I say a hybrid, I don't mean better, but in terms of a mix of Walker and Trent in a sense, I don't think he's necessarily as good as Trent at the creative element, although he's got a brilliant free kick and delivery on him. Mm. Defensively, he's good. Is Walker possibly slightly better? Mm. I think for what I look for on a fullback, for me, Walker, he's had a great season. I don't mean to say he's won the treble, so he's therefore the best player. Yeah, but that's a bit of a hint to episode one of our exactly. podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Um, just because you win a treble doesn't necessarily make you the best player. But I believe his impact on the way Man City play... Mm. because of his pace to be able to... So Man City can push further up. Yeah, He's able to get the pace to stop the counter, in a sense. Yeah. Very few players can outrun him. Yeah, and I think the benefit for him, for this award, is that uh, he didn't play too much, from what I remember, in the first half of the 22-23 season. But right, that okay. doesn't get taken into account in the 2023 Exactly, awards, for the it? calendar year. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So that probably benefits him. He's played pretty much every game this season as yeah. well, so... Okay, well, yep. we'll stick I'll with, go with that. Then. So, so far, we're not fixing the rest of the football no, choices. No, no, no. Don't worry, we'll get there. Yeah, this yeah. next one right. we'll definitely fix because I don't think you like this player at all. The next one is the Best Centre-Back Award and it was given to William Saliba. That's, he's quite Who? an overrated player, wasn't he? William Saliba? Who? Oh, that player. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's... Um, uh, William Saliba, the guy who played... Uh, he plays for Arsenal. Uh, yeah. You know, best centre-back in the league. Yeah, that guy. Yes. Debatable. Yeah. Anyway, so... <laughs> best chant as well. Come on, if there's a be- where we should have the best chant from the calendar year. You know what? In terms of chanting, fantastic. I have no idea why Real Madrid doesn't uh, sing "Hey Jude." For, oh yeah, for Jude Bellingham. Yeah. I know. That's one of the most famous that. songs, and yeah. it's one of the most uh, like known throughout the Everyone world. Everyone knows it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They get the whole stadium involved. But yeah, I'm just saying, in the Premier League, Arsenal's fan chants. Oh, Saliba especially. Emil Smith-Rowe and Saka, you know, rocking all over the world. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Emil Smith-Rowe just... that doesn't play. Yeah. So, moving on. Uh, Saliba. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. I mean, last year, I know I'm an Arsenal fan, but as you know, I'm not biased. So, <laughs> oh, Sorry, yeah, carry on. You just, you just drink your coffee. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't mean to laugh. You're absolutely I thought it was biased. a cough or choke or so. You weren't laughing. So... Um, mm. Because you agree with me. So William Saliba last year was phenomenal. And actually, I feel, and I've heard, you know, this is generally understood. Loads of people obviously love saying, oh, Arsenal bottled it and so on like that. Arsenal overachieved last year, ultimately, from what we where we've been. So we finished eighth for two seasons in a, in a row and all that. William Saliba, if he stayed fit, as soon as he got injured, that's when we started dropping points. We started drawing and losing games. He was phenomenal. I think Arsenal may have... Won the league last year if Saliba stayed fit. I possibly. I don't necessarily disagree with you at all. I do think that um, if you have a team that is so fragile that if one key player is out, they would crumble in that way. Then I would say that's uh, it's a bit of a worry. But I do agree with you that they overachieved because I think. The reason why a lot of people think they bottled it last season is because I'm a not lot enjoying of the bosses, this. <laughs> no, this is I'm I'm uh, I'm actually defending you here. Are you? Yeah, I don't know. I'm it, it feels like an attack. <laughs> Wait, listen, I will attack you 
all, all day, every day about Arsenal, but just not on air because I don't want people to think that uh, I'm anti-Arsenal. That's right. Yeah. You might be failing at that, but anyway, carry right, on. Sorry, I'll, I'll edit all this. It's fine. <laughs> um, okay. No, so I think the reason why I think they overachieved is because a lot of people think about the losses that came towards the end, but actually they finished second and they weren't too far off. Whereas they were eighth, five points in the end. So yeah. I mean, that's an amazing achievement. Yeah, whereas they were eighth the two seasons before. So actually, if those losses were interspersed for the re- in the rest of the season, people will go, oh, they actually did really well. Same as with uh, Tottenham this season. They won loads of games at the start, but then they started losing a few. So they said, oh, this is Tottenham going downhill. Yeah. But actually, if they interspersed those losses with the wins, they'd go, hey, Tottenham's doing not bad this season. So actually, is it we built that sort of anticipation, I suppose, by having such a good yeah. three think- quarters of a season. We sh- the thing is, I suppose, when you put yourself in that position, if those points are spread across a whole season, it doesn't feel like you have the chance of finishing mm. second unnecessarily. But we were first for the majority of the season. Yeah, miles ahead. But that's why yeah. I think that um, it's a fragile team because although it's a great yeah. team, one key player just needs to go out in order to. Trying to put my emotion aside and not take that as a dig. Um, yeah, I Saliba coming out. I that literally is what I said in in the sense that if we, he stayed fit, I think we may have won the league. Mm. We started dropping points then, so yeah, maybe it was. It, I mean, it it would have been fragile in the sense we didn't have the experience and stuff. It's been. I mean, I haven't seen Arsenal win the league since I was at school, so it's been a long time. Well, since we were at school, yeah. In, back yeah. In. Well, you're you're a lot older than I am, I think, aren't you? So, yeah, um, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Uh, was that two two weeks? Two weeks older? Like yeah, was it twenty days or something? Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, I would agree with and Saliba, wiser, I'll say as well. So, well, when it comes to if we can't agree, uh-huh. then those twenty days of wisdom. Yeah, incidentally, actually, talking about being wiser, um, it's probably best if we discuss um, about... We, we agreed, didn't we, to intersperse some of your famous quotes uh, throughout uh, this podcast. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, no, no, you said wiser. I think I think people need to know how wise you are. Wise quotes like Gandhi and, you know, Martin yeah. Luther King kind it's, of thing. Yeah, I mean, it's as... Uh, striking? As out there, as striking as that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, definitely. But we'll get to those. Anyway, so... Um, best midfielder. They gave it to Rodri. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about that? I mean, we've seen this season how important he is to Man City. Um, how, you know, he's actually the one player that you take him out. Man City, I think their record is... I think they've lost five and... They haven't won, have they? Have they won without him? No. Um, wait, have they... No, no, they haven't because they lost the five games they didn't play. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, got you. Yeah, so there yeah. you go. So in terms of the impact, they've been out, uh, they've been without, sorry, with uh, De Bruyne for mm. quite a long time. And look at what they're doing. Yes, they've, like I said, during that time, Rodri's been out as well. And that's, they've lost some of those games. But when Rodri's been playing, they've been winning a lot. And look at the way they're, they're pulling themselves back up to the top of the table at the moment. I know, mm. obviously, we're going into a new calendar year now. But overall, Rodri is a, you know, and he scored the goal in the Champions League final as well. He gets yeah. those, he gets in the league as well last year. He got a lot of important goals. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, I agree with you because uh, without De Bruyne, they've shown they can win or lose. Without Haaland, they, they've shown they can win or lose. But without Rodri, they lose. Yeah. So it's so. it's hard to argue against that. I think you look at other mid, so the things with midfield is you've, you're including also wingers and Attacking yeah. midfield, defensive midfield. It's quite a bit. What they've done with the defence on the rest of this football is they've split centre backs in, you know, wing backs, if you like. Yeah. 
but in midfield they've just put them <laughs> yeah, all together. To one, and that's yeah. even more diverse in can, a sense. Can I guess that uh, the only other person you'd give it to maybe is uh, a certain Arsenal midfielder? Um, you, so moving on. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So they're forward. Uh, they gave it to Haaland. Yeah, I'd, that's a... It's, I mean, he did break the scoring record, so for that reason, um, he had a great season, didn't he? Mm. Um, so across the calendar year, and that a lot of that obviously was during yeah. that time. So He also has had quite a quiet season this season where he's only scored one goal a game, so... You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's, I mean, he's a valid... You can't really say, like we did with Alisson, we can't really find evidence to say, well, you're not wrong with it, in mm. a sense. Yeah. For the greatest player, though, I mean... We, greatest we, forward. Greatest forward, sorry. Uh, greatest forward, so out of all the players. Um, is this just the Premier League we're talking about? Is that what the rest of football did? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Maybe the fact that... I so suppose the fact he scored the most goals is the main measure. And he broke the record, and you're finding it difficult to find someone else Yeah, right I'm, I'm just scratching around the, the kind of... Yeah. Scratching the barrel, what the phrase has, is. Uh, the bottom of the barrel. That one, yeah. yeah. Looking around everywhere to try and find something. But I think, yeah, it's hard to find. He's been brilliant, yeah. hasn't he? I think had uh, Kane stayed, I think Kane would have had a good shout. Because if you were just looking at last season, I know Kane scored six fewer goals. But Kane scoring 30 goals for a Tottenham team that yeah. had they lost the last game, they would have ended 12th. Pro- probably the worst Tottenham team we've seen yeah. in our history as a team, in our lives. He dragged them up, didn't he? Yeah. Whereas, the assists as well. Whereas Haaland scoring 36 goals for the best team in the world that without him they were still the best team in the Premier League and one of the best in Europe yeah. I would say Kane's achievement is at least as good you've That's got to say fair po- I'm agreeing with you again yeah um, well that's because I'm right so oh right I'm not necessarily saying that uh, Kane's season was better but I, I would say you have certainly to sounded like that <laughs> I'm saying that uh, you have to give as much credit to Kane as to Haaland to the point that I think if you say swapped Kane and Haaland's uh, teams hmm. if Kane was in that Man City team yeah I would say getting 36 goals is more than achievable for him yeah if you yeah you put Kane there he's obviously um, more experienced as well he's been in the game a long time so the attributes that he brings to the to the to a team, yeah, you know his link-up plays drops deeper and that sort of thing. Harlan's a you know a clinical finisher, yeah. Whereas Kane scores all kinds of things, doesn't he? You think I just if you put him in that Man City team, I dread to think. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, shall we? Actually, let's go against the rest of football, shall we? Are we putting Kane in? Well, the problem is, is it's for the year though. I mean, for the whole calendar year. Yeah. Oh, I suppose he's left the Premier League for. Yeah, he has. Yeah. So. Ooh. I, I would think that we haven't really planned this, have we? No. I mean, this is very much off the cuff, which is, is. Yeah. Yeah, we should say that we haven't planned this out before. Um, I, I, I would give it to Haaland. I'd say. Yeah. Well, again, you can't say that Haaland being chosen is wrong. Hmm. I sound yeah. like I'm jumping from one side to the other here. <laughs> um, well, we know how. How on the fence you always are. <laughs> this is Micah Richards' Creosote Awards. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Because he was on the fence, wasn't he? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, all right. Well, best manager, they gave it to Pep. That's Pep Guardiola to you. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so what do you think about that one? I don't agree. <gasps> Ooh, it's controversial. That right. one I don't agree with. And yeah, might, might, might be controversial. There's probably people shouting at the... At yeah. the headphones right now. That's crazy. Yeah, which would be a bit weird. Ended what, there. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, so is that the end of the episode? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, the reason being, um, I think the expectations and the resources he has compared to other managers um, put other managers in a stronger position for this award. So what I mean by that is, if you, I mean, Unai Emery, for example, I think he, what he's done with Villa since he's come in and replaced Gerrard, I think he's, in that calendar year, achieved more points than any other team, more than Arsenal, more than Man City. I, I think it's he's, up he's there, second he? only to City. Oh, is he second? In yeah. I, I, I did so. see he was top for something, but I can't remember what it was. Now. Yeah, it could have yeah. been. I mean, it's either first or second. So yeah. It's... So I think that's an amazing achievement, considering he doesn't have the same resources and... Um, experience that Man City side has, for example. He's done mm. it with Villa that was struggling before he came in. Yeah, he basically had the same team as Gerard did, and Gerard was, I think he was languishing just above the relegation zone. Yeah, he, he was dropped right down to the bottom half of the table. Yeah, yeah. so that's that kind of rise. I uh, Yeah, <clears throat> I, I agree with you. And also you can throw in, the like I said, with the expectation of the, the team, um, you've got uh, Eddie Howe for Newcastle. Yeah, the achievement absolutely. that he had uh, to get what, fourth place wasn't it uh, last season yeah to and get then, Newcastle in the Champions League yeah that and was a great achievement for now him. he's got the expectation where he could potentially get the sack because he's not in the top four or top six right now yeah that's he's already set he set himself up I suppose hasn't he yeah um, the other men- oh sorry do you want to carry on with Eddie Howe or I've got uh, one more mention no, no. I want to chuck in there oh does it begin with Gary and end in O'Neill um, oh no it doesn't oh, oh, oh. I have two more oh, that right. I okay. want to chuck in there so um, one is um, Gary O'Neill um, oh, yeah, I think a... he's since what he did at Bournemouth I think keeping them up from relegation mm. watch out and to be fair the rest is football Gary Lineker you know Mike Richards and, and Alan Shearer dis- debated this and talked about it yeah. but then they said but it has to be Pep I disagree yeah I completely um, agree with you what O'Neill did with Bournemouth first and then unfairly losing his job yeah um, although you know, Bournemouth have you know gone gone on this year. They've got a great manager as well. Um, done some great things, but, but that could be on the back of what he did. You know, like yeah, um, possibly yeah. Pearson uh, when he was at Leicester, he uh, kind of built the foundations, didn't he? He did, for, yeah. But then he wasn't there for what happened in that amazing season. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know exactly. what you're going to say. Yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, like I say, with with Wolves, he's a lot of people said that Wolves could be one of the teams to get relegated this season, yeah. and yet they don't really have a striker either. <laughs> What, no. they, what they've done and the football they play I really enjoy yeah. you know like last year and even the last few years Brighton have been the team everyone loves watching mm. Wolves this year whenever I watch them they're really good yeah. they're just really entertaining that's true yeah and they don't seem to struggle uh, with scoring which is a surprise yeah I completely agree with you but <coughs> possibly my actual shout for manager of the year oh please don't tell me it's Mikel Arteta so it's <laughs> David Moyes wow well, I wow. think what he has done with West Ham is phenomenal. I don't think it's a particular style of football I enjoy necessarily, mm. but with the resources he has, what he's done, winning a European trophy with West Ham, that was an incredible achievement. Yeah. Um, and then look at him this year, you know, up until obviously we're going into the start of January now, but how he's got West Ham up to, what are they at the moment, sixth or something? Sixth, yeah. Um, it's phenomenal. And they're tough to beat. Yeah. They're so good defensively. Yeah, and I agree with you. If you if you look at the expectations of those managers um, and the teams... Who's overachieved the most, I suppose? Yeah, Man City winning a treble compared to West Ham winning a, a European trophy. I know it's the European Conference League, but would you have thought West Ham would be able to win No, absolutely. The expectations-wise, yeah. I think Whereas that's phenomenal. If you, yeah, if you say who was the favourite last season to win the Premier League, 
City. Who was the favourite to win the FA Cup? City. Who was the favourite to win the Champions League? City. Uh, well, yeah, City were definitely... They were going for it because they got so close a few times. And yeah. You'd say they're up there with the favourites. Yeah. West Ham, were they up there with the favourites to win a European trophy? Yeah. I think that's amazing what he's done. And I think um, you can say that so for much respect all the other managers we've mentioned. Um, I think it's more difficult for Eddie Howell to have got a top four place. Mm. Uh, yep. a, a higher expectation for him to do that than for... For a city to win the treble. To retain the Premier League for a start, which they... Yeah, yeah for the, what was it, five out of the last six years or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the thing. So, the Man City fans listening, I had a few speak to me during the week, oh, yeah. uh, sort of say, yeah, I disagreed with you on that, but I really enjoyed that. However, you didn't think about this or whatever. You know, Pep's fantastic. He's amazing. I just think in terms of those expectations, take it, trying to take bias out of it. Mm. I mean, I haven't mentioned Arteta. Oh, wait, I just did. Um who I think calendar year-wise, phenomenal as well, what he's done like from eighth place and all that. Mm-hmm. But for me, I think Eddie Howe's a great shout as well. My top three, do I not have Pep in my top three? Uh, <laughs> I mean... I think I'd have David Moyes as my choice. Yeah, that's that's the issue uh, w- when it comes to trophies because and bias, I suppose, because that tends to overwrite a lot of the feelings, the logical thoughts that people have. Mm, yeah. uh, the bias can take it over, can't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you can't deny that winning a treble is almost... It's not impossible because this is the second time it's happened, but it is an unbelievable thing. Do you uh, consider it in that sense of you don't see them as individual trophies, but the treble as a thing on its own? As so an achievement. That expectation to win a treble, mm. that's an incredible achievement. Maybe that's what the Man City fans will be probably having a go at me at during this, this <laughs> upcoming week. <laughs> but I, I remember last year, uh, people like Carragher and Neville, I think, said uh, Pep, even though they didn't win a treble then. I feel as though they kind of see the achievement as the the end goal you won something so you get to be the best but I don't necessarily see it that way I think if if a, a a team that everyone thinks is in contention for relegation and yet they somehow manage to get into the top half uh, or into a European place I would say that kind of achievement for their expectation relative to their expectation yeah, yeah exactly. exactly so I would yeah. say um, I wouldn't necessarily say Gary O'Neill um, although it was incredible what he did I would say uh, the, I would say you know Pep winning a treble, fair enough. I I'd be fine with that, but I would I would kind of think maybe David Moyes. I can kind of you agree, agree with, with me. Uh, but, wow. But I would say I'm going to give it to Unai Emery myself. Wow. Okay. Didn't win anything. Won nothing. Doesn't need to. But maybe respect. But other than that, yeah. The, go from uh, nearing relegation to being what was second or third now um something like that and to have in the calendar year don't forget this is the 2023 awards they yeah exactly were either second only to city or maybe in terms of points in that yeah yeah we can't quite remember but yeah they're up there definitely yeah okay well so um, yeah so we we actually don't agree but we agree on the principle so yeah so yeah yeah yeah. david moyes and unai emery wow well the overachievers and underachievers uh they've given them to villa and chelsea the overachievers, I mean, that's... Uh, For the reasons we've that. spoken about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'd probably have to say I agree, yeah. Underachievers, Chelsea, it's, yeah, I, I think that's... to Again, the, it's expectations, isn't it? You think about yeah. where you expect to finish. So underachieving, Chelsea were um, hilarious. I mean, not hilarious. I mean, um, <laughs> they uh, didn't do well, did they? No, 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 no. And yeah, obviously there's no Chelsea bias for you there. Not at all, no. Love Chelsea. 
So, goal of the season, Garnacho. It's enough said. Yeah, <laughs> we were actually um, doing a kind of draft podcast. What we were sort of just mm. doing a dress rehearsal kind of thing on one of our f- first practice run throughs. Yeah, and that goal happened. We just kind of all jumped up. <laughs> we were screamed. Yeah. Oh my god! That, you yeah. know, that water That'd goal. Be our, that was. Our, our outtakes, wouldn't it? Yeah, we've yeah. got that somewhere. What a goal! So yeah, can't argue with that. Really, yeah. what well, a goal that was. Their best English player award. We'll just skip that one. Um, um, no, you know uh, what? I think uh, we should probably say. Yeah, is. Talk about that now. Go so, on, Dex. Declan Rice. Yeah, Declan Rice, uh, English player. It's um. I mean, hard again, to give it to anyone else really? Yeah, he was at West Ham picking up that European trophy, and yep. um, although Arsenal have been in bad form recently, um, I think he's been our joint best player this year. Him and Saliba this year have been phenomenal. I think. Yeah, yeah. For what he did at West Ham and is continuing to do for Arsenal, that's fair enough, I suppose. Two trophies this calendar year for him, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a yeah. point, yeah. Okay. Yeah, brilliant um, player. They're um, Micah Richards bursting onto the scene at Creosote <laughs> Awards. Um, goes to Cole yeah. Palmer. I can't really... I mean, Cole Palmer's, what, 20 years old now? He's been hmm. playing in the Premier League for a year or two. Um, so I don't know if you can give bursting onto the scene to him. I suppose, yeah, it's a bit of a... I suppose you could question that. He's, he's just getting, getting in better, and out of he? Man City. But he's definitely what I I have to say, when he was at Man City, he sort of would come on every now and again and I, I wasn't really sure what he was all about. Mm. Now he's I really respect him for leaving that Man City side where you're almost guaranteed to win trophies. Yeah. To go to a struggling Chelsea team to go in, just prove yourself and get game time. Yeah. You know, I really respect that. Yeah. And he's been brilliant, to be fair to him. Can we fix this? Um, we haven't fixed much here, so can we fix this award? Bursting onto the scene makes it seem as though it's uh, for a youngster that's burst onto the scene. But oh, yeah, yeah, could yeah. it be for anyone who's technically burst onto the scene? Like, for example, Mo Salah, when he came back to uh, the uh, Premier League and joined Liverpool, wouldn't you call that bursting onto the scene? Because before that, he was an average player uh, for Chelsea and everything. Yeah, not yeah. much. And then... He came back and then immediately beat Probably the... something similar for De Bruyne as well, because he... Yeah, that's that similar sort of thing, the same kind of thing, isn't it? Only so. yet not in 2023, so who would your... No, 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 so I'm trying to You're finish the award as the opposed award. to the winner. So yeah. if you had that as your award then, what is there somebody else who comes to mind other than Cole Palmer for um, bursting on the scene 2023? Harland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Yeah, I can't... I can't think of an. I, I didn't really have an answer to be honest. Um, if you are solely looking at a youngster that's just burst onto the scene, that's this I season, suppose that criteria as well. So that maybe new to the league or new, you know, yeah. and they're quite young as well. That's kind of yeah. Probably um, a someone like you know, um, because Cole Palmer's been around for a couple of years. I don't think he should be in contention. I think um, I'm not saying it should be him, but Kobe Mainu started this yeah. season, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He did kind of burst onto the scene in the sense that. Yeah, his first I, game I agree with brilliant. that. Yeah, I just um, think he probably just hasn't had long enough. Yeah, Lewis Miley, seventeen-year-old for um, Newcastle. Newcastle. That's yeah, a, yeah. that's a, a good burst onto the scene. I think his first few games were against some of the top six or something. Um, mm. So you might not like this one, but Anthony Gordon was he <sighs> mostly not, so twenty twenty three. Let's not talk about him. That's uh, sorry. Is that is that sorry? I'm is that. Bias I can pick up there? Is that... No, it's just we haven't got time. So, uh, continuing on, um, Overseas Player of the Year. They gave it to Jude Bellingham. Oh, Oh, Overseas, right. I thought you were going to say Haaland again. (laughs) 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 
Oh, Jude Bellingham. Oh, because he's gone overseas from here, sort of thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So overseas doesn't mean here. Just to let you know. No, but it's not like an overseas player coming in as well. All right. Oh, I see. All right. right. I get you now. Yeah. Right. Um, no. We've so... got beef, mate. <laughs> I mean, I suppose if they choose an English player of the year, it would make sense to have an overseas player of the year. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what yeah. you mean now. I mean, I... He's been amazing at Real Madrid, hasn't he? This season especially. Jude. Yeah. Jude. He's, yeah. Hasn't he broken records scoring from midfield? And... Yeah, his uh, until recently, I think, his goal-scoring uh, record was higher than Ronaldo's uh, with the same number of games. Oh, that was it. Um, so, which, yeah, that's crazy to think about. Yeah, and he's only 20 as well. So, you know, his, his, we won't see his best for another five to seven years. If, hope so, anyway, because, yeah. I mean, some players, you might say, peak earlier, but he's up there at the moment, isn't he? He's got yeah. to be considered as one of the most desired players you'd want on yeah. the planet. Yeah, he's... I'd give it to him. I mean, uh, I mean I'd mean, i give the uh, uh, award oh, to him. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, can we uh, quote that? Can we <laughs> no, no. Clip that? I don't know that. It's fine. Um, Didn't realize you felt that way. <laughs> he's, he's a beautiful man. Um, <laughs> anyway. Cool. Uh, <laughs> right, seeing a well, different side to you, Cess. <laughs> well, finally... Player of the year. Uh, I think it's just... Is it Haaland again? Uh, it is, yeah. yeah. Oh, it is this time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Um, yeah, they did give it to Haaland. Who would you give player of the year? Player Not player of the season, player of the year. It's a whole 2023 year. Yeah. Some. Oh, oh let me guess. William Saliba, Declan Rice, uh, Saka. I think they should be in there. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh, um, Martinelli. Erdegaard. Mm, yeah. Erdegaard was a well. I think was it Gary Neville who said that he thinks Erdegaard was the best midfielder in the Premier League last year. He was phenomenal. Mm. He said it recently in the last couple of weeks in the game. And you do solely believe in Gary, Gary Neville as well. I think he comes out with some uh, good things. Yeah, <laughs> I remember the Erdegaard handball. Gary Neville was the only one that uh, <laughs> defended him, and everyone else said. And you were like, but Gary Neville said but handball. What handball? <laughs> um, so, but again, going back to Declan Rice, we've talked about that. Saliba last year again, <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Um, how about how about not an Arsenal player? I was going to think about um, McGinn at Villa. Oh, I yeah. think under Emery, he's been just incredible. Yeah, he's been good. Uh, just to annoy you, but well, actually not just to annoy you, but that's a bonus. Um, I'm going to mention Gordon again. I think him. Right, at so has... I think that's the end of our uh, podcast there. Okay, um, I'm not having Anthony Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair to him, um, I know he didn't leave Everton in. Um, sort of with grace necessarily but mm. since he's gone to Newcastle last year he's been a key part of Eddie Howe getting to where he got to he, he has been but not for the first half of the season at least it was uh, to be fair to him 2023 has been good to so him that's what I'm thinking of the year yeah yeah. the first half of last season he he didn't really play too much and he, he just he couldn't really get a place because Almiron had that purple patch and oh yeah Almiron last year was phenomenal he's got yeah. to be in the in the running, hasn't he? You had a phenomenal year. But that's only really last year, wasn't it? That's um, the first half of last year. Oh, was it? It's all blurring into one, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But again, another one who got a lot of points on it on fantasy. Yeah. League, didn't he? Yeah. But the thing is, which I won, by the way. Oh yeah. So, but I would say, fair enough, Harlan. That's that's an opinion. That's fine. Um, but I would say what we mentioned in our first episode was that Har- you can make an argument that Haaland's not not necessarily the best player in Man City. Man City. Yeah, yeah. And what we said with Rodri, I would say, I would personally think that Rodri um, is is the player of the season because this season, Haaland has supposedly not played uh, so well this season. And 
Rodri, he's shown without Rodri, Man City lose. It's you could mm. say, you know, if if it just happens once, it's just a fluke. Twice, or oh, not sure, three times where it can't be a fluke. Five times they lose when he doesn't play five games. Yeah, he's the he's impact how, is clear, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's either mm. win or lose with Haaland or lose with Rodri, and I would I would say it's a tough Rodri's one. Isn't it? The more important. So yeah, yeah, no, it's tough. Yeah. So I think yeah, we'd probably agree. So Saka being the best player. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't think we're talking about Saka. Ramsdale enough. in goal. Yeah. Saka. I mean Ramsdale last year was a right. Last year. This is not Yeah. Last year. He was phenomenal. Do you see the saves he was making? Uh, well, okay. Not last last season, isn't it? It's not last year. Yeah. Well, big part of last year. Oh yeah, to be fair, he hasn't been playing much in the yeah. okay, the latter part of the year. But Saka last year, unbelievable. Yeah. Last season. Wouldn't he this get season, into the he's, uh, team? struggled a bit? Yeah, he has. He, apparently, he's been sort of nursing an injury recently. Mm. Um, and yeah, he's been a bit off. He's been the, probably, a, by his high standards, he's dropped the furthest I've seen, I think, yeah. over the last couple of years. He's been so good for so long. But yeah, he's yeah he's been struggling a bit lately. Hopefully yeah. back in well, soon. Well, we have agreed with a number of theirs, but we have fixed a number of, not just a number of opinions, but a number of their awards we've fixed as well. So I think we've done <laughs> a good job there. Yeah. Even though this is a bonus one, we're not focusing on fixing, but... We just do it now naturally. It's just we? naturally. It's just a gift, isn't it? It's yeah. a gift that keeps giving. Exactly. If anything, I mean, I see it as a curse as well. It's just, we can't get it's away from it. It's a burden. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, but we do it for you guys. Um, <laughs> so thanks for listening. Uh, we will try to do as many of these bonus ones as we can midweek. Yeah, it's um, been fun. It was a good little yeah. debate there, yeah. Yeah, let us know uh, what your opinions are. But remember that uh, your opinions will be wrong if they're different to ours. But uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, follow us on Spotify and uh, see you next week see you later